LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. What up? What up, everybody? Now the podcast, NBA edition, episode 24. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Yeah. <laughs> we are... We're we're done with the finals. We have a champion, and it is the Los Angeles Lakers. Who called it? Be honest. Who called? I don't know. Out of us, no one called it. I don't think. What did we all say? Did we say Bucks or Raptors or did we say Lakers? I was thinking Clippers. 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 Um, I, I think but, I thought the Clippers initially. I think so. I think I said the Clippers. Yeah. What did you call? I guess we have to check the tape. Um, I, I might have. I don't know. I think I might have said um, the Raptors. Oh, yikes! Um, hey man, it wasn't that far off. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I like the Raptors too. Trust At the time, it was a good call. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyhow, here we are. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, we're just gonna quickly introduce ourselves and then just chop it up. Let me see. So, anyways, uh, I am Panavinci, and I need y'all to show me my damn respect. I, I am Karan, and uh, I be uh, sipping on a little bit of vodka and uh, and some uh, some juice. Well done. And I am Darren, and I be um, still a little weirded out that the season is ending in October, and the season is usually begin beginning in October. So right. it's real strange. Um, but it was a damn good season, man. Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'd have to say, kind of just going right into things, man. I think the bubble was freaking, man. I, I, I you know, I have confidence in the NBA, like I just kind of do. But that one thing I saw, there was 172 games and zero positive tests. Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. Amazing. I mean, that is, that's just amazing. I mean, it is a time like this. uh, I mean, mission accomplished. What else can you say? I mean, we, they did it right. Yeah. And (laughs) we're kind of joking around on the thread, but I mean, it, it, I don't even have a feel that like this wasn't real basketball or it wasn't, you know, or any, anything close to like a half ring or anything like that. Like, this shit was this was good basketball. If not anything, some of the best competitive basketball I've seen, and some of the classic classic games. Like it's gonna be weird down the line because you know they show classic games on uh, NBA TV. And they're gonna have to show some bubble games. It's gonna be kind of oh, interesting are. to see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would but, go as far as to say some of those games were better than you know playoffs and finals in the last you know, two or three years, just like very recent past. 
Yeah. A lot of these were better. Series was better. Performances were better. Um, yeah. No drop off. Yeah, I want to yeah. say even even last year's playoffs didn't give us a ton. Like from what I remember, like it was kind of super predictable, and then kind of. Well, I mean, depending on by the time you get to the maybe conference finals, but um, but yeah, I think we we thought some some teams would definitely be in the mix and just weren't, and I, I guess you can see that this year too, as far as uh, Clippers and Bucks. But uh, oh no, we got the Lakers, we got the Heat, and six games. I mean. If you're Miami, that's I think you did your thing, man. I mean, they they went after it. I think the number one thing I saw was the other night after Jimmy kind of did his thing and the way he walked off from his interview. Like, oh my god. I I mean, we all know what it feels like to play hard, you know, on the blacktop, but this is a whole nother level, right? Hold it. And uh yeah. And then just to see the way he walked off, I'm like, man, I feel like he already gave it all, <laughs> you know? And- that, that, you know, uh, there's only one thing that I could kind of relate that to. And that's because I'm a runner and I have friends who are big time marathon runners and triathletes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've never done that level of running, but that's what guys look like when they finish a triathlon. Like, right. <laughs> like right. they can barely move. Like they mm-hmm. can barely walk. And you're in recovery for like, you know, icing and staying off your feet for like two or three days. And Jimmy had to come out and play within less than 48 hours. Yeah. After yeah. that game five. And he was beat down. But, you know, also that's the greatness of LeBron. Because he came out exactly. that game and was spry as hell and played the same amount of minutes, gave the same yeah. amount of effort, yeah. maybe even more. And it's, it's just... It's levels. It's just he's. It's, it is. He's just the best of the best in every possible, feasible, imaginable way. Like there's yeah. just no comparison to the way he maintains his body, his conditioning, his effort, his focus. Like Jimmy gave literally everything he had and was gassed in Game Six. LeBron was in the same gear as Game Five, and he had an incredible game. He had 42. And went out and did yeah. the same shit in game six. Almost like it was nothing. Yeah. And the Heat were he could have played more. And could have played more. Could have played more games after that if he oh, wanted absolutely. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I think they're still still they're still waiting on the Clippers. <laughs> so Panda, that's interesting. You bring that up because you talk about how hard Jimmy had to go and how beat up he was. And LeBron just it just proves why he's the best. Yeah. One of so, those things that proves he's just a cut above. We were talking right. offline, and this is this is what literally puts me, puts him over the top for me, for anyone. And, you know, maybe the GOAT thing, it's a thing, right? And I, I'm not super uncomfortable saying that I think LeBron's the GOAT, but, like, I've never really kind of fully, fully, fully wrap my head around it. But when I see LeBron's greatness, like you said, at that level and his, just his specimen, when he steps on the court 
you're like, God damn, that dude is a goat. I mean, like, how can you, how can you do what he does and then kind of just come back and snap back like, oh, okay, this is what I do. And he just, he's, he never goes away. He never gets hurt. He's always there. You could put him on any fucking team in the NBA and he can probably get them to the finals or close to it. And that's and for me, that is that is a, a about twenty five percent of my argument. And it's funny that Paul Pierce said that last night that he affects winning greater than any player in the history of NBA. Pierce mm-hmm. said that. I, that and, that's, he, and that is and Paul Pierce said that, which is incredible. He's a, to he's me. a fucking hater. He hates he's a LeBron. LeBron hater, yeah. He hates LeBron, but he got to give him his props. Because wow. LeBron you can put LeBron you could take LeBron right now and put mm-hmm. him on the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're going to get to the finals. He can get the Minnesota Timberwolves to the finals. Yeah. As is right now. That's I yeah. mean that is that is not a thing you could say about any other well, player because no other player was doing it. Nobody no other player was making it happen like that. Jordan wasn't great was he was already an awesome player, a great player. Okay. Headed to superstardom and all of this, but he wasn't going to be Jordan until Pippen got there. Pippen right. made that work. He made that transition to like, you know, this fantastic player that couldn't win nothing into a championship level player is that he needed guys that a person that would, you know, uh, take some of the help burden. him take some of that burden off. He didn't yeah. have to bring the ball up the court. He then had to guard the 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 other team's best player all the time, you know. So he needed that too. Not that LeBron doesn't. Obviously, he's got AD, he's got D Wade, Chris. You know, it's not. So I'm not saying that he doesn't. You need a guy. Obviously, great teams. There's only been a handful of teams that I've seen where there's one definitively great player, and the rest were just really good players, and they won. And and the last team that did it was with the Dirk Nowitzki team, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. against the Heat, incidentally. Right, mm-hmm. so it's hard. That's hard to do, or I mean, even before him, Elijah won yeah, the, the first championship. This. And I think before we move on, uh, Panda K, I think a more apt comparison is like the Jordan Wizards years, right? Because LeBron obviously had D Wade and he had Kyrie, and now he has AD. So he's obviously needed guys. He's a different position player, different size than Jordan. So you know, bringing the ball up the court and certain things just don't really compare. But like in terms of being on a team where you're clearly the best player and every night, every game, you you showing up is is gonna make the difference between winning and losing. I think that's I think that's a bigger difference in terms of like LeBron taking really bad Cavs teams to the finals and maybe losing to the Spurs, but there was no way Jordan was gonna take a Wizards team who is probably equally as talented as those bad Cavs teams. Yeah. And take them to the finals. And wow. Jordan was much older by perception, but he and LeBron were pretty much the same age as LeBron is now when Jordan was in Washington for those two years. Yeah. He was in his mid-30s. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to ask you all this. We're, 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 just to let listeners know, we're kind of doing the, the jazz talk right now. We're, we're just kind of jazzing it out. Um, who is the best player uh, LeBron's ever played with? Hmm. I would I, say AD. 
I think I would say 82. But I think it's real close. I don't know. Maybe maybe you can make the argument for Wade. But... I would say, damn, that's tough. I would almost want to immediately say D. Wade. I wouldn't I, argue that. Actually, I would, hmm. And one of the clinchers for me is, although he had Shaq, D-Wade got it done without LeBron. He didn't have peak Shaq. He had a really good Shaq. Like a really, really good Shaq. But he still got it done, whereas... He was the best player. Yeah, it's hard to make that comparison with AD because he's still young. He might still get it done without LeBron. But... Uh, See, that's my thing. I don't... I, I kind of feel, I have like the feeling that AD doesn't get a ring without LeBron. Well, I mean, that's, that's, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, you look at Magic, he didn't win anything without Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kareem won without him. You know, so, I mean, right. it, that, that yeah. kind of, that happens. You know, that, that's just, that happens in the course of things, you know? Um, yeah. timing is weird. And you know, now, I mean, AD's 26. He's probably going to sign that super max. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So now he's going to be there for the bulk of his career. And I don't see him leaving. Nobody, people don't leave Los Angeles. Great right. players don't. Anyway, they but, stay in Los Angeles and they stay there. But you know what? This was a season that was kind of broken in half, which is perfect for him because that fool gets hurt. Right. Yeah. So, so like, I don't know. This may be their chance to get that that ring, that you know, because it the next next year's coming back with vengeance. If if there's, you know, a full season, you know what I mean. To me, that works to their advantage. In my opinion, it's not going to be a full season next year. So they they'll play another fifty something games next season. Yeah. And I, to me, I think that works even more so to the Lakers' favor. Um, because the wear and tear won't be there. Um, right. That'll be another shortened season for AD, another shortened season for LeBron. It'll count as a full season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're going to, ha- you're not going to have that whole grind, the whole 82 game grind, you know, you know, so. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be different. I think too, this is, you know, a question that, you know, you ask Panda who's the best player to ever play with LeBron, and that story is not really over yet. You know, he might right. play with AD for two more seasons. And it's very possible, you know, given the scenario that Karan just laid out, that they could repeat. It's, it's, I mean, there's going to be a really good Golden State team. Milwaukee might figure some things out. Well, Vegas Clippers has them as favorites, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, right now. Right yeah. Now. So it's very likely that they could win again. And then, you know, for me, then the the Wade conversation, depending on how this next season goes or the next two season goes, it could change. You know, this is just the beginning of their story. And if LeBron doesn't have the one injury he's had in his career last season with the groin injury, you know, who knows? So, um, and, you know, just to be perfectly frank, I don't think they would have got it done in that first season. But seeing what we've seen, I have no doubt that they could very well get back there and compete in another shit, 10 months. Sure. And it's because, again, your best player 
is always healthy and he always produces. And and the type of basketball he plays just leads to winning. I mean, like it, it's just that simple. And I we were talking about it like it just made me think. The way I saw him and Rondo, just the way they kind of gel together, and they're both floor generals, and when they're both on the floor at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, the, the basketball just kind of glows. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just lights and, out. Yeah, and so I'm kind of thinking, wow, imagine if these two guys played together the whole time. I mean, I feel like that would have been the type of point guard he would have liked to play with. You know? Yeah, because you could you could tell they're real close. You know. Well, there's just like a, a commonality in intellect, right? Right. So it's like right. a mutual respect. I'm like, okay, you know the game as well as I do. You see things the way I see them. So there's just, they just kind of bounce off of one another because is they're just they're just playing on a different a different plane. And I think, you know, LeBron said that in his post game interview last night, and it was a really like reaffirming moment for him. He was kind of like saying, and he didn't say names, which I thought was interesting, but he was Mm kind of saying like, you know, this proves for me, finally, with all the doubters and, oh, he should have took this shot. He should have taken more shots. He should have done more. That the way I play basketball, the way I was taught to play basketball growing up is the right way to play basketball. I don't have to take a billion shots. I don't have to take the bad shot just because I'm the dude. Like, I know how to play basketball, and the way I know how to play is the right way to play. And, like, I think he finally feels like people get that. Right. Exactly. I agree. 100% agree. And that's what he meant when he says he wants his respect, right? Which I kind of felt like I was waiting for him to say it because he was kind of doing the whole, you know, shouting everybody out. Oh, they want their respect. They want their respect. And I was like, is he going to say it? It's like, yeah, he's going to say it. He's (laughs) Yeah, he's he's like totally you know leaning on that, and then he Creating says, drama. "Yeah, I want I want my damn respect." <laughs> and and it you know, there's a lot of like LeBron haters, and I don't know, some of them are flat out like, you know, just your your average sports fan who, well, not average, but like, I would say older sports fans who kind of like they yeah. want they want winning, but they want it a certain way and. I don't like the way he did this or the, you know, the, the whole thing, like going all the way back to the heat. Like, I don't mind that he went just the way he did like all that kind of shit. Right. Even then, after <laughs> all this time, people were still giving him shit after game five, when he passed that ball to Danny green and Danny green missed that shot. Yeah. yeah he yeah. made the right basketball play. It was the right play. <laughs> and everybody was like, was. Oh, I would have shot that ball over three defenders. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. are you well, to me, it depends on who was saying that. Like when Damian Lillard said that he would have shot the ball, I I respected that. Why? Because he's Damian Lillard, and yeah. he has a whole history of getting buckets on people's eyes, no matter the you know whatever the, the distance or the stakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I trust him to, even though it's a lower percentage shot, <laughs> for whatever reason, yeah, because of his right history, play. I trust him. But that's not the right play, right? It's not the right play. And like, just it's just like uh, Paul George said when he shot when Damian hit that that yeah. three in his eye last year. He he's right. Paul George was a hater, but he was right. The, it's not a good shot. That's not a good three to take. It's just no. that it's a handful of guys that can take that shot with the confidence that he that Lillard has, and it'll make the shot. Yeah, that's and, that's and, that's all it is. 
Lillard has those moments, but he doesn't have any rings. He doesn't have. He hasn't made it to the the conference finals. I mean, it's just kind of how it goes, right? And that's kind of the thing that goes back to LeBron's like very circular point. Yes, like I am going to win and get all the way to the finals ten times because I'm going to play the right way every moment of the game. Like that hero ball might work, but it's not going to get you to the promised land, so to speak. You got to play right all the time. And that's what I do. And that's why I'm here. It's high percentage. It's high percentage ball and making limited turnovers and making right play. That gives you the, the highest efficiency. It gives you the best chances, not just, you know, at the end of the game, but just to build up like, okay, I say this a lot. I used to, you know, when I started getting to more of the numbers some years ago, like even when people hit game, I don't know this for certain. I've read some books that kind of, kind of insinuated what I'm fixing to say that when people hit game winning shots or when they take, or at least when they take game winning shots, whether or not they make it or not, they usually have won the score sheet. They've run the box score. Why? You know, so if, especially if they make the shot, because what that generally means is that they've put themselves in position to be just this cut above the team that they beat. Okay. Yeah. Like it's not an accident. I think it's like 75, 80% of the time that the best team, that the team that went, hits a game winning shot, that people, this clutch moments or hit shots in the clutch, like look at the box score. The team that won, won the box score. They shot better. They passed the ball better. They got more assists. They have better percentages. They shot more free throws. Yeah, like you don't you don't become the win. It's not they make people think like it's a 50-50 coin flip. Coin flip. That's right. not how that works. Yeah, ever. Right. That's not how that works. If you game winning shots indicate you played better, even if it was just by hair, it indicates you played better. So. Right. It's not a lottery. Yeah. It's not playing a lottery. It's not a lottery. People yeah. make it like, oh, oh, it, everything comes down to the last two minutes of the game. No, that's not. You look at the last two minutes of the game, and you look at look at stop the game at the last two minutes before they play the last two minutes. If you look at that box score, the team, most of the time, if they've already won that box score, they're going to win the, the, the last two minutes because they've already shown that they're the better team over the first 46 minutes. That's how that goes. Right. It's yeah. kind of like that weird self-correction so to speak or team correction right. like they go right. back to the things that have been working for the past you know 40 some odd minutes and what it, again, self-correct and pull it up whatever your mean is that's who you are yeah whatever your mean is and lebron's mean is higher than everybody so his average play is higher than everybody else's play so his deal is if i have the ball a good percentage of the time I'm almost always going to make the right play. We're going to always be in the right position to win. And we won't be in a situation where we have these weird variations, these weird, um, you know, like when you play with Kobe, Kobe could shoot you into a game. He could also shoot you out of a game. That's right. Right? There's plenty of guys like that. Yeah, people don't like hearing that. But then it's also like, sorry, Darren. Uh, it's, it's Harden, man. Like, it's 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 pretty much the same thing. Like, like he, they do what works, and they look at the numbers, and they say it works. But then, you know, these situations, like, what you want 
is a guy who is so damn their value is so high on the court that like there's no it, okay I'm, I'm probably saying the wrong thing because James probably has the most valuable time on the court but I think uh, with LeBron specifically the uh, he he not only he inspires the way he plays and I think that lifts up the team around him and like to, to, to see KCP and uh, of course, uh, what's his name? Aggies. Uh, Caruso. Caruso. To see these guys kind of like play at, at the level they played, like even better than like someone like Danny Green, who who's known to play like that and with the energy and with the championship moments type caliber play. Man, they did that. I mean, it takes, you know, when you're going to win a, a championship, like you said, LeBron understands that these are the guys I'm here with. They're all meant to do something. And that's why he gets these guys. And Because you know what? He is. They just had, like, the award for the best GM. It should have gone to LeBron, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. And, you know, we had all of our questions and concerns when the Lakers are making their signings. And we were like, wait, McGee? Wait, yeah. this guy? Wait, this Not guy? Heads. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he he makes them better. I mean, they're they're NBA players, right? So it's not really like knock anybody cuz they're already great players, but he makes them better. He makes well, them he, champions. He make he takes the ego away from them because they're like, "Look, I'm playing with LeBron now. So I have to play in the system LeBron needs me to play." I mean, when 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 have you ever been able to say that about Dwight Howard, you know, or right, mo- or any of these guys? I mean, mm-hmm. even for the one season they had, uh, oh boy, what's his name uh, from the Pacers? And oh, Lance, Lance, <laughs> like he got Lance to play decent basketball, man. I mean, I mean, I don't know for <laughs> for what it was. Well, because he's because he puts them in position to do what they do. And right. not anything more than that. And that's the thing. Like a lot of times, and I think that's the thing that, that has to be considered with a lot of players just historically. Um, LeBron does so much around that he covers. He's like, he covers everything that's a problem. So all the problems he can cover up. And, you know, that's not always true for players. Like, you know, I think I look back at, at guys I used to love, like Charles Barkley. He was a great individual player. And by sheer will of his talent, he could cover some issues, right? Like, you know, yeah. lack of size, like with, with the Suns. Like Mark West was a big dude, but he wasn't a great rebounder. But he, he was he was a good individual defender, but not necessarily a great rebound. But you got Charles. So Charles will get you those rebounds that Mark West can't get. Okay, so... Um, so it's, but LeBron covers so much ground in terms of, it's almost like he's like a player and a half. So it's like mm-hmm. you're playing against the Lakers. You're playing against almost like five and a half players to, to five. Like you're, he's more, he's just greater because he can cover so much more ground, not just physically, but just schematically. Like he understands what you're doing 
And he's yeah. like, okay, so you need to get over here. So, and then whatever, I'll play backstop on whatever is happening in case you make a mistake. <laughs> but more that's or less. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a different it's, thing. Like, that's a whole level that a lot of players don't never get to. Well, it's yeah. literally like having a coach on the floor because he he's out there. And I've seen him do it in this series where he's he's kind of like knowing he knows, look, I have to get these guys the ball and they ha- they have to be in the right position to make the right play because, you know, it's going to take us all to make it happen. And if that's not happening, he does hold on the, to the ball more and he does make more plays for himself. So so he does it out of necessity. You know what I mean? Uh, and then these and then it kind of. Like you said, it's kind of circular because he just – I think he knows that that's what it takes. And because I've seen it happen. Because he, he, he's not the kind of – LeBron doesn't just make – look, guys, you're going to lean on me the whole night and I'm going to you know work myself to death. He doesn't really do that. He like, And maybe that's why it's part of his longevity is the fact that he knows like this ball is going to go around. And it's going to go around to the right guys at the right time. And even if there's moments you don't, mm-hmm. you don't, you may not want it. You're gonna get used to having that ball come to you. Yeah, and I think he recognized that early on that he wasn't gonna be able to do the heavy lifting every game, deep into the playoffs and finals every year. That's why right. he wanted an all-purpose guy like AD, um, you know, who can score and defend and rebound and block shots. But I mean, just like zooming out on a micro level, like during the series, he basically averaged 30 points, 12 rebounds and nine assists. And nothing he did was rushed. Nothing he did was forced. He had more than enough time to get himself 30 points a game, get all these rebounds, get all these assists, make sure everybody gets involved. Like the, 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 the game clock doesn't even exist when he's playing basketball. And that's what I noticed the most. Like, it doesn't matter how much time is on the clock. doesn't matter how many minutes there are in the game. He's going to do what he wants to do until that final buzzer goes off. Like, he gets what he wants every single time. Like, he's never in a rush. Like, and I think that's kind of one of those things that people start to, you know, comment about now at this point in his career is like, he takes a little time to get to a shot or he might be at the top of the key too long or back to the back reposting and this and that. But the pace of the game is dictated by him, not by, you know, frantic, you know, up and down this and that, like he's controlling everybody on the floor at all times. And he still gets what he wants. So he, he would, you can almost call LeBron like the best. Um, what is it? What are those uh, role act? Those uh, role playing games? You know, he's got the he's got the magic and the hit points and the like. He's he's evenly distributing the points, like the damage, the scoring, the you know what I mean, like uh, yeah. the wizard points or whatever the hell. Right. Um, and he does it in a way that, like, at the end of the day, you're kind of like. Well, no wonder. And the thing is, he's gotten better at it. So, like, at the, where where he's at right now, you're talking about a guy who's been in the finals eight times? Ten times. Ten times? How many times? If we go... 
To the finals? Yeah. Yeah. Is it 10? 10 times? 10, 10 trips? Ten. Yeah. 10. 10 times. So, you know, part of winning culture is being there, right? And he's been there so many times that, like, he knows he doesn't have to do... Like, you know, everyone's going to do the the Jordan talk, right? And you see the Jordan... Well, I was talking to Crown about this earlier. You see him at the end of his three-peats, and that dude... You can't squeeze one more piece of juice out of him. Like, he's just done to the point where he had to retire. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, what really happened there. He's just like, man, why come back and be less of a player and not be able to get there again? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, when people say things like, oh, he would have won eight in a row, give me a damn break. No, that's not how that works, bro. That's yeah. not how it works. That's not how that works. Uh, they would have had not trouble against the Rockets. They really would have. I guarantee. I feel like. Rockets would have beat them. The no Rockets would have beat them. There's no question in my mind. Yeah, I don't I don't even have to think about that that hard, honestly. I, I mean, be, nah. people be like, oh, they'll listen to this and be like, oh, you treat Michael Jordan. Nah, nah. And that, much- that Rockets team is just really, 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 really good. So well-rounded and so, I mean, <laughs> like. I mean the, I the Elijah one factor. By the way, no, you can sit back. Oh yeah, here. I know you. Yeah, you can sit back because we gonna give him the the the, the, no, no, the props. The, the Elijah one factor alone. I mean, yes. like who's guarding him, and who who is he not gonna make fucking Swiss cheese out of? I mean, oh it, he from, he dominating Will Purdue. He dominating yeah. Bill Cartwright. He giving them then, work. Right, and then look, the Rockets could actually throw guys at Jordan. You could throw Maxwell or Ori. Like these, they had guys. They had like. And Cassell, and that's another guy on, you have man. to deal with. Come on, man. Come on, man. They Vernon beat. Maxwell. Come on, no man. No question. No question. Come on, man. They would have. They would have beat the Bulls. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it's simply off the strength of them just being tired. Yeah. So by the time you, they got you, to that point, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, to get there that many times and and keep holding it up. It, no, no. They barely no. won. They barely really held on against the Suns. Honestly, I mean, the Suns were yeah. a tough. That was a tough. If people go back and look at those games, the Suns were a tough, tough matchup. They really needed to let game six. They needed to close because it yeah. would not have been. If it went to game seven, it would have been a tough situation for the Bulls. Yeah. And then Jordan probably passed it because he didn't have any legs left. Well, I mean, Jordan passed it to and then he got it to, to Horace and Horace gave it to. Oh, that's to right. Pax for that for that jumper. But yeah. I mean, let's say let's say he misses that jumper. Okay, let's yeah. say John Paxson misses that jumper. That goes to a game. Okay, seven. ooh, that's and it, do the Bulls pull out a game seven? It, it, I think on the road. I think the on the road because it would have been a road game. The Suns had yeah, the best, they, they had a better record. That's right. All right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, we're doing we're doing what if, but I mean that's you know, well, but the, the reality they of what is they want to do right. what ifs, and right. so that's so why you can, can't do that. You can't do it because you, you got to do it both ways. You can't say, "Well, they would have won that's eight. Right. No, you got to flip it around and say, "No, that team was a little bit better than your team, or they was just yeah. they was on even the Suns, the 93, 92-93 Suns were just a hair. Like the Bulls were just a hair better than that team, just right. a hair. Like Charles yeah. dominated that whole series; he killed. But there was too many inconsistent guys on the Suns, like just right. a little, little bit too many. 
KJ especially. He KJ was, for sure, he, for sure, for sure. Because he had a great year. I mean, and his and his playoff run was great. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can harp on this, you know, a lot. But then you think about it, and it's like even the Pacers should have beat them. Really, if you think about it. Oh last, man, that was even that worse. Run. The <laughs> last run. Oh, it was it coming. The Pacers run. was coming. <laughs> And they knew but, it. That ninety seven, that that ninety eight Pacers team, they yeah. were coming, and the Bulls knew it. You could see it. They, you know, they they getting a little too close. Now and they stayed good after that too. I mean, but you know, you can't you can't take rings away from people. You can't do that. I mean, and, that, and that's no. kind of what we're saying. Like, and then when I look at you know this Heat team, this is a damn good team, man, and they're fun to watch. I mean, they're early as far as like how well they're playing. Yeah, uh, a little bit, yeah. But, like, they made them look like, you know, all we have to do is show up and we're going to beat you by attrition. And, you know, like, in a younger squad. So that's interesting. And then who knows what happened if we would have got the um, Clippers and Lakers series. Well, I guess if it was the Clippers that showed up for the to the bubble, then, yeah, I think we know what would happen. I think there's just a lot to be said about a team that's really locked in on defense and everybody knows their assignments. They look so much better athletically than they may be as an entire unit because it's just it's just one like fluid function, right? So everyone's a piece of everyone else. Uh-huh. And that's why you see the Lakers switch so fast and how they close so fast and how they, you know, what I thought was interesting on defense is, you know, the times on the high screen and rows where they didn't switch and they just kind of showed and pulled back and kind of waited to the offensive player kind of showed right. their hand and made their decision based on that. But it was like, you know, something that they did in a split second. But it was, it was something that they did all together. Like it was one collective mindset. So that's why they look as good as a younger team because everybody's doing the exact same thing. Like that shit was actually like really incredible to watch. Like it was beautiful. Like yeah. that game six and that first half, the way they were moving around, like it was amazing. Like they, yeah. they, 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 he had like 30 some odd points in that first half. Like they couldn't do anything, anything. Oh. Like it was incredible. Yeah, man. They broke him. Just, they broke him. They broke him. Yeah, broke him down. Defense with the defense. They just but, like But they kind of should have. If you if you look at if you look at their just their size and athleticism, it just kind of it beat whatever kind of ball you think you can beat them with. I mean, there is like there really isn't a cheat code to beat these guys. I mean, you just uh I mean, defensively, they couldn't they couldn't move the ball around anymore. The ball would get stuck, and mistakes happen. And I mean, we got to give a little little time just to give credit because, man, Jimmy Butler was a fucking beast, man. Like it, it was like the best basketball he's ever played. He's been the guy of the bubble practically. I mean, well, there's a number of guys you could say, but man, I mean, that was kind of like. For a minute there, it looked like he was a thorn in LeBron's side. 
But the problem is, like, he's just kind of not built for that. Like, you, you can't, you can't expect. Uh, I'm not a huge car guy, but you know, you can't expect a souped-up version of a smaller motor to be the original muscle car, like time after time after time. You know what I mean? Well, I, you know, I, I want to. I think Jimmy was excellent. Like, I think he was he was ready for the moment. He met the moment. Absolutely, he did. It's just again, it's just it's levels. Like he's yeah. playing against a, probably the best basketball player to ever play basketball. So there's no comparison. Like it's it's not even like A against B or one A against one B. He's not nobody's <laughs> nobody's on the same chart as LeBron. Not Giannis, not Jimmy, not Dame, not nobody. So it's not even fair to Jimmy to say, like, you know, honestly, what I said earlier about him just, like, playing his heart out and being gassed and LeBron just kind of still on cruise control, so to speak. Like, that's just what it is because that's what LeBron is. Right. Like, Jimmy was – he was otherworldly good. (laughs) But still, it it wasn't even close to being enough. Like you said, Panda, they just got handled. The Lakers just looked like they were showing up. And Jimmy was playing the best basketball of his life and some of the best basketball we've ever seen, you know, from a player in a final series. Like, he led them in every statistical category. Points, rebounds, steals, assists, everything. And he had he won, basically helped them win, like, that game four, where he had to score 40, he had a 40-point triple-double, and they won yeah. in the closing seconds. <laughs> Like they were, it's it's just not even so, on the same atmosphere. So, so we've talked about it so many times, and we've kind of danced around it at times. Other times we've been enthusiastic about it, but as a podcast, are we saying LeBron's the goat? I am. I've been saying it though. I've been saying it for a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, you've been saying it for some years now. I've been saying yeah. it for some we've, years now. So we've all been like standing behind Karan. He's kick down that door like already but you know he's the the greatest i think when you say that though people just think that people say that well even before we were starting before we started today Gron was throwing out some stats that you know jordan stats bron stats like really detailed interesting accounts of like how they've played who they've played their value and those are facts like those things aren't debatable Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, six championships to four, but ten finals appearances to six. You know, you it, of course, yeah, you can throw hardware in the mix because it matters. Of course, it does. But there are just some undeniable truths that indicate that over his career, LeBron is a more effective player. Yeah, you just can't. Argue I think my, I think my, and I think fifty percent of my argument. Well. 25% of my argument is that I think that he makes the team makes on average player for player. He makes teams better than they should be than they ought to be. Okay. Right. So meaning that first thing, like for example, there's a stat for that value over replacement player. Now people will be like, Oh, you know, advanced that, da, da, da. you know what they're, they're here for a reason. Uh, LeBron is number one in value over replacement player. That means if you 
put him in on a team and take a middle-of-the-road player and replace him with LeBron James, that team is going to be better. And that's what he is. Like, <laughs> that is what he is. He is going to make your team better. Period. He is number one in the league history and is still at a high level playing right now. So the other part of it too is, in my personal opinion, the league is just never has has never been as good as it is right now. The yeah, talent is better. That. There's more skill. The only thing that you could say, well, the teams were more physical. I can't like, okay, fine. Okay, yeah. teams, but college basketball is more physical than NBA. So, are you? What are we talking about with, with physicality? Um, yeah, you know. So, I, I don't. To me, don't that's not a, That's not that. even a thing. That's not a thing to me. To me, the physicality point is not really a thing for me. I, especially, I mean, I lived it. I watched it. I know the difference. Obviously, the the physical difference. They were allowing a lot more physicality, but my deal is, it seems seems to me that somebody like Le- reasonable to me, you transport LeBron back into 1992, 1993. Who's guarding LeBron James? Who's stopping LeBron James from doing anything? Even if you could put your hands on LeBron James, and then conversely, if you're playing in the same area that Jordan was was the was the guy in, he's bigger than Scottie Pippen. Who's getting by LeBron James? What right. player is getting right. by LeBron James? Is I'll tell you what. Is Jordan scoring 30 points a game every time they play and LeBron plays him every time? He No, it's not happening. You know it's not happening. He's giving more? Jordan trouble. He's giving Jordan big trouble. He's going to hate to what's see the, him coming down the hallway. What's even more nuts is LeBron's getting by you. Right. Like, as, as big as he is... He gets past everyone. And, and, like, all you got to do is just, you know, twitch your eye, and he's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at this, at his age and at his size, come on, man. Like, this is, like, a, like keep saying it. It's levels, man. He's yeah. like a defensive end. You know, for a defensive end, they it's a whole thing. When you bend the edge, it's a thing called speed to power. Or mm-hmm. like a power to speed thing, where one or the other. That's what LeBron has. Like if you're running in a in, in a quickness contest, there are people quicker, but he gets his shoulder around, and so he and now he's kind of bumped you. So now that mm-hmm. turns from that power goes to speed, and if he's right. a little bit faster, that speed it turns into power because now he's bumped you out of the way, and now he's right. put that ball like like the same way he did um, uh, Tyler Hero. Like he he just kind of mushed him out of the way and dunked the ball. Like Tyler's smaller, obviously, but it's yeah. just like okay, you just you you little out here. You you I'm too big and fast out here. You shouldn't even be trying to get in the way. You see that slight right. bump, and you're gonna get you're gonna put you in the rim. And he's the guy that should be faster and be able to get in his way. So it's like I like what you're saying with the football thing, especially with defensive ends, because if you're great offensive you know, tackle or something, you, you got to get, you got to stop him with your body. So you have, to, so you should be able to, because you're the bigger guy or whatever. But if you end up just putting hands on him, you're beat. <laughs> you know what you're I mean? Beat. Like, yeah. Beat. And not only you that, beat out there. LeBron can kind of act a fool. He can kind of shoot threes. He can kind of just, and then, I don't know, some of those plays where he would, he, as soon as he'd get the ball, he knew exactly where he needed to go. 
And, you know, next thing you know, the ball is in AD's hands and he's already at the rim. And why does that happen? Because LeBron sees things out there and he's like, dude, this is there. This is there every time. And it's kind of like, I think they had such a good mix of not only championship players, but coaching. Yeah. Like, like when you see Jason Kidd on that staff, you're kind of like, wow, I bet Kidd, this is the kind of team Kidd would love to play on. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why Rondo is such a great fit. It's a similar mindset. Right. <laughs> so did y'all see uh, Shannon acting a fool today? Of course. Came with the scepter. <laughs> he, came brought, the, he, he brought out a goat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, he did it. He did everything. <laughs> he brought out a whole goat. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's kind of like now that is where we're at. And the thing is, like, we're going to see more of this. LeBron, he still ain't going anywhere. What's next for him is kind of the next question. You know what I mean? Well, I think for him, you know, he's going to – he's already thinking about how to retool that team. He's thinking about the weak yeah. spot. And 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 how to how to fill them, how to maneuver around what they have and what they need to not only win next year, but give him what he needs. At of course, he's a smart guy, and he's a he's an he's honest with himself. At even a slightly more diminished capacity, he's getting a little bit older. Like, what do I need around me? One more year older, am I? what, 18th, 19th season, whatever it is, uh, to get it done again. Like I'm I, glad I, you said that. I'm very glad you said that because Joe Harris is an unrestricted free agent. I'm just going to put that out there. Man. Mm. See? Yeah, this is going to be a weird year for uh, free agents because, I don't know, it's not necessarily a year to be paid. So if people feel like they have to move or they, you know, it's going to be towards a winning situation. Well, when you're, you know, again, LeBron runs everything. He rules everything. And it's not because he's the smartest guy on the court. He's the smartest guy off the court, right? right. So if you want to sign a one-year deal with the Lakers because it's proven that you're probably going to get to the finals and there's a good chance you might win a championship and make your money after that, yeah, maybe Joe Harris signs a one-year deal for $15 million dollars Whereas he could sign a four or five year deal for, you know, seventy five million dollars. There's going to be guys that want to play for the Lakers at at this point. That's they're going to be like, especially if just like like you just said, like that. I think there's value there, like a title, a likely title, or more. I don't know. I don't know. I think about it though. I'm just like, hey, more money does sound real good, especially guaranteed money. Right. You know, but you know, <laughs> someone uh... like somebody like Dwight Howard. Like he might have made himself, I don't know how much more money this season by right. just playing with LeBron and yeah. and kind of checking his ego and other execs around the league saying, oh, okay, well, Dwight's still kind of a beast. And now he realizes he's humbled himself. He can play in a team. He doesn't have to be the guy. Shit, we could do something with that. We couldn't do anything yeah. with him three years ago, but now it's a different story. Also, he solidified himself as a Hall of Famer. Like, if there was ever kind of a question, he was going to the Hall of Fame. Now he showed himself to be a quality role player 
and like a championship level player, you know, yeah. a person that can help you win something. And I think that is important for him mentally. I can contribute to a winning team, and this is proof that I can do that. So he finally finally got a championship in Orlando. Yep. <laughs> he did. I don't know he why. Did. I don't know why that shit just makes my stomach hurt talking about that. Dwight? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a clown. It's true though. I think he's grown he's a up. Clown. I think, I he's think you're right. I think you, I think you're right. It's just it's just, it's just it's the truth though dude dude was like dude's awesome like dude like i know he's a clown or he has been and you know you can say whatever about like especially his post orlando odyssey um (laughs) but but the reality of the situation is that his career tells me you look at the numbers you look at the averages look at the awards and all all that stuff and now he's got that that trophy Oh yeah, it, now, now you can't even question. Now he's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Like you don't. I think before it's yeah. kind of like, well, do you really think Dwight? No, 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 for sure. I think he, and I think that kind of put a puts a if if he retired tomorrow, it will put a nice seal on his career. Like, sure. yeah, I had a great, I had an amazing career. Some crazy stuff happened. Yada yada yada. Won a championship. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was, was yada yada yada. Yeah. And, and I got that but, title. Hey man, I did it, man. <laughs> hey, and you have to look at this career and be like, shit. Yeah, you know what? Some wild shit happened, but you know what? <laughs> really solid, super solid career. But that's the thing with you know LeBron as 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 an exec. Like, you got Rondo, who won championships in Boston and now L.A. You have Danny Green, who's won championships with three different franchises. You have uh, J.R. Smith, who he won a championship with LeBron in Cleveland and now in L.A. You have, you know, all these guys that he's put together. And, you know, obviously Dwight, we just talked about, that are, you know, Dwight and Rondo are probably Hall of Famers. Right. A.D. is going to be a Hall of Famer. Like he's just putting right, the yeah. together with, and he and, and and it all fits. Like all these guys are getting paid. Everything works. Everything's all in a box. He just tied a bow around it. And then when you look back at it, you know everyone had their questions. Oh, they're signing Rondo. He's always hurt. They're signing Dwight. And now you look at it and it's like, yeah. oh well, damn. <laughs> now it's now it sounds smart. Now it's but that's smart. A, but that's the thing is like with LeBron, he doesn't allow foolishness. He will get you up out of there so quick. And I mean, that's kind of like the thing that some people try and knock him on, but like, you, and I, but I think there's like a perception of him probably around the league. It's like, okay, he's almost like a Bill Belichick. It's like, look, if I'm going there, I want to win. I'm not necessarily going to be his best friend. Or if I am his friend, he may fucking turn his back on me. He may do that, this and that, but it's about winning. Yeah, and I think that's kind of one of those things that's he's kind of like an A-like to Michael in some ways. Not exactly, but, you know, you watch The Last Dance and you talk, uh, you hear some of the players like Scott Burrell and he's just like, yeah, I played on a team with Michael Jordan, but, like, Michael Jordan's not an average guy. He's like, you don't just get time with Michael Jordan. You don't just necessarily right. see him every day when you're not on the court at practice or in a game. He's a celebrity. Like, he's a different dude. You don't just get to kick it with him. So I think that's kind of like a part of Bronze thing too. Like some of those guys, I, I think he's a, obviously a better teammate and a better human being 
than Michael sure. Jordan. But uh, there's a there's a distance. There's a, right. there's still a bit of a distance in terms of like, all right, you can get in this inner circle, but you got to be on your shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So I many think, guys, uh, they could, the Lakers could improve so much next year too. I'm just going to leave can. that out there. There's, they can improve. There's guys, I'm looking at these like top 25. There's plenty of guys. The free agents? Unstra- like free agents and stuff like that. And I'm just like, there's dudes that they could go and get at the, and, you know, for probably a good price too. I mean, yeah. guys. see, that's the thing. There's four or five guys on that roster right now that won't be on that roster in exactly two months. Right. Like Giannis right. is, yeah. brother. he's probably not going to be on that roster. Dion and Jr. They're probably not going to be on that roster. They're going to trade Kyle Kuzma. I was about to say Carl. Yeah, they're going to trade Kuzma. But yeah, they're going to trade Kuzma because he's yeah he's just not he's mm. not smart and he's not going to be smart. Well, not, Danny not, Green might not be back either. Danny Green's not going to be back. Yeah, he gets paid a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Which yeah. which I don't mind. I mean, but you need to hit them jumpers, and he's not a consistent shooter anymore. Right, right. So, man, I can't know. I can't stop thinking about because I I was looking at like some of our free agents, and I was like, man, Rudy Gay would be great on that Laker team. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could see him going to the Lakers too. I could totally yeah. see that happening. Like I think he's kind of he's kind of caliber player. I mean, like people tend to sleep on like his career or like, you know, maybe he's kind of been on these wacky teams, but like the dude's got tools, man. He could do something for you. No, I mean, well, he, he hurt his Achilles, you know, he yeah. did Achilles injury and, yeah, you but know, he, he became he, a different player. Now he, he chucks up threes and he, he's, he's a, not above the rim, but he can get to the rim. I mean, he can help the Lakers a lot. Like there's, he could cover, he could do Kuzma's job. He's smart. Really? Like five times better. Right. He'd just oh, be yeah. smarter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is about to get interesting because next month is the draft, right? Yeah, man. In For sure. That's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting and what, what especially a team like the the Golden State Warriors do with their pick. Yeah. Um, considering how good they're going to be. You wonder if they're just gonna move off the pick for for something for something of value that can kind of fill their immediate needs or will they stay in the draft and take somebody with great upside like you know uh James uh, Wiseman or you know somebody like that so hard to tell hard to tell right now what they're what they're going to do and they're kind of the wild card right now especially that you know sitting at one two yeah. I guess the second pick I I think you go ahead and draft someone man I mean it just it's just so beneficial for your team to not have to I pay someone and not yeah, only that, sure. like they've been proven to be coached so well that they, you got your loonies, you got your, you know, your first year players who can play in the damn finals. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I will take Wiseman. Yeah, Wiseman. Yeah. The pick. He's big. He's fast. He's strong. He's agile. Like he would fit great in that offense. But you yeah. know, I can also see them. Again, they're like a, a, a plug and play team. So if they could move off of that pick and get someone. I don't know, whoever, who they can just put in and it's going to help them not just get back to the finals, but going to help them win. Just, again, it's like the Lakers situation. Like, all right, go out and get me Rajon Rondo. He's a championship guy. He's smart. When we get to the finals, I don't care about the regular season games, blah, blah, blah. When we get to the finals, he's going to be excellent. They might just go out and get a guy like that, like they did with 
Iguodala. I can see them doing that because they know, all right, we got Draymond. He's still under contract. We have Stephen Clay, but who knows what's going to happen in another two years. We need to get one more before some of these pieces potentially move around. Yeah. We, this is, we're going to be able to talk about all this, but uh, I just, there's one name just kind of throbbing in my head that everyone keeps, when they first, when they talk about people who can get traded or move around, and that's Chris Paul. Oh, contract. contract. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Ooh, we. But I mean, he proved to be, he's proven to be still like, I mean, yeah, he gets injured, you know, but he's proven to be a guy like a lesser LeBron. I mean, people might have an issue with me saying that, but he, yeah, I do. he needs to get it done. He's smarter than everybody else on the court. He's a and motivator. Um, he's the best guy in the locker room when he's on your team. He's undersized. He's just small. He's just he's, small. He's just small, but otherwise, there's no way you can knock him. He's great defensively. He can. Nah. He's always leading in steals. He doesn't turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah. Had to hate. Had to hate Look, okay. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a card carrying hater for for Chris Paul. But the the biggest thing is, if he were on my team, he would drive me fucking nuts. Like, what do you mean? He's a, the shit he does at the end of games, and where he always relies on the refs to fucking win him the game. He does it every. It's, he does it in the biggest games. It doesn't even matter. It could be an elimination game, could be conference championship. It doesn't matter. He'd probably do it in the finals. Is he fucking flails his arms around and expects the call and then hangs out with the ref while the play is going on on the other end. <laughs> and he does it every fucking time. And then and then he'd rather talk about controversy than go out there and win. Nah, he's a winner. All right, I just had to get off my chest. <laughs> I don't I don't know yeah, because you know the <clears throat> the contract is is it's such an issue, and now he's going into the highest paid years of that contract. Yeah, I think it's he did right. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's shoot, hard for man. him. And I think he actually likes it in Oklahoma City because that's a good young team. Yeah. Um, I mean, somebody wants him. I just don't know how they're going to make that deal work. He's okay with losing too, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Like he he's okay with losing. He doesn't have that like, you know, he when whenever they lose. He doesn't jump on the ground and like cry or fucking. He's not he, supposed to. <laughs> he's yeah, okay. I mean, he's, o- he's okay with losing. No, Why I, you, I don't think a, so. I don't. I don't agree with that. I think. Just, I don't think. Go ahead, Darren. Well, no, I'm just gonna say, and I want to hear what you have to say about this 2K. I, he just mm-hmm. hasn't been on teams with other champions. Like he's been on a team with Blake Griffin and James Harden. Like LeBron has been on teams with Dwayne Wade and. AD and all these guys, and they're actually proven to be champions. He hasn't played with anybody who's better than him or as good as him ever in terms of like being a leader and being a championship player. Like, so if he's in Oklahoma City this year and everybody on the teams, with the exception of Steven Adams, like 23 or 24 years old, and LeBron and AD are on the same team in the same conference, like, you're not going to beat them. You no. have to accept that. <laughs> Like you're not gonna beat them. It's just not gonna happen. Well, and there's two things. There's two things with Chris too. A like it's the age old reality 
unless you have a an ideal situation like Isaiah Thomas or um, Stephen Curry, small players can't lead you anywhere. It's just yeah. it's we already know this. We know that that's how they go. You need to be a kind of middle range player that handles the ball to to win a championship. That's how that works. Like you need to be between six five and six nine. For the most part, you know, in this era anyway, you need to be able to shoot the ball, get to the rim, get free throws, get other people involved. But you need to be in a certain um, range in terms of a size. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. That's number one. Number two, what team was he on, to, to Darren's point, where you could be like, okay, like I th- I'll go back to his New Orleans days. He had David West. He had uh, Tyson Chandler. There yeah. were some pages Stoyakovic. There were guys on that on that. That was a really good team. <laughs> it was, but but you look at the squad though, and obviously they really couldn't get past the Spurs. The Spurs, you know, even though they in the regular season they were with the Spurs ass, but when it came well, to the, in the fight and the and the playoffs too, right? They got in trouble to play, but then you know the Spurs would usually pull it out because again, mean levels of play. When the, the Spurs were at their best, they would usually win because they were just they're just a better team. That's why they won. Yeah, right. Same so thing with the Lakers teams with Kobe. Right. And same yeah. thing. Right? Okay. So I mean, you look at the and then you go to the Rockets, you go to the again, like Darren said, the Clippers teams. Like, there's nothing on that team. There was one game, I remember that one game that told me everything I needed to know about not just Chris Paul, but the guys that were around when he played with the Clippers. That was that game. You probably, I know you remember this, Panda, where the Spurs were down by like 22 points at the half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then um, I don't know if they ended up winning that series, but I, or the, 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 the Clippers won that series with that, with that, that Chris Paul layup at the end. Yeah. But I know that the Spurs was like, we good. Don't even sweat it. We're going to come back and win. And that's what they did. They, yeah. That shouldn't happen. You shouldn't have that thing where you're on the bench with your coach, with, with, with you're between your co- your coaches between you. You're down with 22 points, and they're not even worried about it because they're not. It's not about just Chris Paul. It's the rest of the team. And Paul mm-hmm. never had a team that scared anybody. Right. That's Nobody, no, okay. there's no team. He had but no team is, that scared this people. Is just, this is super convenient. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. Like everything it's you're saying, though. it's not it though. Is. It's not convenient. His size so is a real. The size issue is a real issue. That's a real problem. That's, that's what I'm saying. So he's he's that. He's everything you say he is, but at the same time, he's soaking up all the salary. And then, you, how are you going to build a team around him that has a better player or a better leader type player, like you're saying, if he's soaking up all the salary? Well, again, well, back to, to what Karan said, if you're Stephen Curry. And you know you're you weren't as good as Chris Paul in high school or in college, and yeah. you get drafted low in the lottery, and you you're not good enough to make your team great right away. Like Chris Paul was the first pick, <laughs> and, and then because of that you get Clay, and because of that you get Draymond, and then you get your money later, and you become a great player later. It's totally different, and same thing with Isaiah. Like, he was obviously better than everyone at any given point in time, with the exception of maybe, you know, Magic and Bird. But it was different back then. And he wasn't okay. going to get 
crazy amounts of money. So they still had Lambeer and they were able to trade for Mark Aguirre and they were able to sign or draft Joe Dumars. So again, you're talking about ideal situations where small players were able to win. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to end it up. We're going to have to end it on this because y'all ain't going to convince me, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) who do you, who do you take CP or Isaiah Thomas? Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. Come on, man. Isaiah Thomas is awesome. Yes. Okay. Just, just, just wanted to throw that. He was just a better player. Like even just in the vacuum, accomplishment aside, Isaiah was just a better player. I don't have to think that hard about that. I don't even. Okay. To me, he okay. was. To me, he was the. To me, he was definitively a better player. Um, I think he's just a notch above Chris Paul. That's it. Okay. I mean, Chris is awesome, but Isaiah. I mean, you look at the numbers. You look at the teams. You look at what he did in, in big moments. You look at what he did. And he just. He was just See, a that's... meaner guy, and he was just. He was just better, but he also had benefit just... of nasty players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And an all-time coach. Right. Right, right. Right, so that's what you need if you're going to be a smaller guy beating teams with Jordan on it and shit. Absolutely. You got to have nasty dudes on your team. Panda's trying to be Panda's trying to be sarcastic, but that you really just yeah. nailed it. Like, <laughs> right? No, that's I'm not. it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying. I'm making what I'm making the case is. I guess I should have stopped you when you said big moments. <laughs> because I'll tell you what this. I'll tell you. Uh, let me let me do it like this, Panda. <laughs> tell me. Show me what. Show me what team that was built specifically around his skill set. Oh, the Clippers, easy. Really? You think so? Absolutely. Oh, just because you can throw lobs to Blake Griffin doesn't mean that the person is ideally suited for you. They kept him because Blake was going to be the second coming. They right. weren't just that, man. They had they had a uh, had old boy. What's his name? DeAndre oh, Jordan. No, no um, what's his name? It does the podcast now. Uh, Oh, Matt Barnes. Matt, Matt Barnes, and they had they had like a number of scrappy guys. They had shooters. They had, you know, yeah. But your second best player was a soft defensive right? player. So okay. man, it's a problem. That's a problem. They had Blake, Blake Griffin. He was a guy, but, what, but they what, had they, I, they drafted him one overall because they had to. Like you got to and they only got they only got the Chris Paul because they blocked the trade to the Lakers. Right. Just and, and right. That's no, that's true. Panda. Like you talk about like Lamar Odom or Matt Barnes and these guys playing in LA with the Clippers. It's a different thing than playing in LA with the Clippers and playing in LA with Kobe. I never yeah, understand that. Thing. Look, my only thing and I, it, I'm I'm taking the long way of saying I just don't like him in big moments, man. I mean, I swear <laughs> to God that that play Against the Spurs was his best playoff moment, period. And, and you would, t- yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't yeah, disagree with that, obviously. And be, and then when I see him, especially when he played on that Rockets team, it's like I already know what he's gonna do when the clock's coming down. He's got the ball. He's gonna run in there. He's gonna throw his arms around and expect the rest to save him. I don't know. He's a great mid-range player. He is great. He is great. You know what? I'm going to say, wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Well, 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 let me just say this, because, and that's why I disagree. I think he's a better player than Isaiah, but he's not Isaiah. 
Like he doesn't have that killer instinct yeah. that, that Isaiah That's has. Interesting. That's interesting. I get it. I get it. Like, to me, uh, to me, the, to me, I think you're overrating the, the 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 clutchness situation. I really believe. I I think that's an that's an. I think you're overrating that part. Like, okay. I, I think that's a thing, but at the end of the day, like the fact that he has to be, he was being asked to do that. It, like that's the thing you're asking a player at a disadvantage to do that. See that that's the whole thing about Isaiah Thomas hit big shots, but he would go. He it wasn't necessarily game winning shots. He just hit some big shots and he hit, he went off for some games. But it was a group effort. If you remember them Pistons, it wasn't just Isaiah all of a sudden two minutes left him dribbling around. No, it was okay. everybody contributed. Joe right. Dumars had got buckets. He was a Finals MVP yeah. one of those years with Isaiah on the team. I'll agree with you. I, Joe Dumars is probably more the closer than Isaiah was. Right, he was. Yeah, Vinny yeah. Johnson was the closer on that team. On the team, more often than not, because he they know he could get buckets. They know he's going. Oh, he's going to come through and get that bucket. He. How many times did Vinny Johnson hit a, hit some sort of a game clinching shot for them? A few, quite a few times, if I remember correctly. That was his whole job. Was right. That was his whole function on the team. So you. Fair that's enough. that's what I'm saying about putting players in situations. Like I don't think Chris has ever been on a team where the team was built around what he could and could not do. So now you don't have a player except for Chris to do that function. Like there's nobody else that he can go to. Right. Right. So now you're you're putting him in a situation where, and I do it's recall what you're saying, where it is on him because there are some situations where he complete will completely fall apart. In the clutch, it's like he couldn't even dribble. Them. There, was, there was at least two occasions where it would be like the end of a game, and he was just like make all of the mistakes. He did it in, yeah. the, in the Oklahoma series against the Rockets this, this year, where he just come his he mentally broke down oh, a he little bit. A couple games to, to even right. show up, really, right? And he he mentally broke down at the end of the, that the at the sit with the game that they lost to lose the series. Yeah, he broke down. If people remember good, they he broke down it. But what that's, else do you, what else do you want to have happen? See, How much? What, thing, like if you don't have the team, if you don't have the the other players around you, the best you could expect to be, and this is not a bad thing, but the best you could ever expect to be is Allen Iverson. Just right. be like ten times better than everybody else, make it to the finals, and get beat by a bigger team. Yeah, like, that's all you can expect. Unless you have yeah. the infrastructure that the Warriors do or that the Pistons did. And I Are think Chris Paul would be perfectly minutes? happy with that. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> See, I see we just gonna agree to disagree. Well, because dude, just, he fan made trying to move, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. I look I and y'all even y'all y'all are right. I mean, y'all made some great points. But at the end of the day, I don't think he cares about winning like like that. I just don't. No, nah, I think he cares. I just think and that I think, I think at this point of his career in, right okay, now. See. No, I just think that he wants that money. Look, man, exactly. I'm going to take that. Right, yeah, yeah but look. Aging but that's, yeah, but I'm taking the money. Are you Look, it, this is the thing about that, Panda. I'm trying to get that check. And he got $47 I million. Dollars. I don't I think agree. there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that, who's, no. who's not taking the check? Nothing wrong who's with Who's not that. taking the check? But so who's, like, saying, what I'm saying is, who's not taking the check? Are you saying he should have took... 10 
and went and played with the Lakers or with the Bucks or something like that, that would prove he wants to win? Uh, a yeah. guy that, that knows he gets hurt a lot? No, ain't no way. Man, there ain't no way. If somebody paying me 200 and something million dollars over like, come on, man, I'm taking that $40 million a year. Me That's too. crazy. I'm <laughs> taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Especially if you're not going to be in a situation where you're going to get to play with LeBron James. You're not going to get mm-hmm. to play with uh, Kawhi Leonard. You're not going to be get to play with these guys because you, there's just not going to be space on there for you unless you take like a precipitous like pay cut. And there's nobody in NBA history who's just doing that. And you know that they're not yeah. just doing that if their market value is to get the two hundred million dollars. Yeah, right. There you go. That's key. Yeah. That's key. What you said is his market major. value. It's still high, it's, which is which is incredible. It's at his age, but you know he's also getting paid to kick Carlton off his yard. So. Uh, <laughs> hey right. man, yeah, man. <laughs> he's, he's just not gonna hear it. He's not. Out. We 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 are arguing with the brick wall right now. He is not gonna have it. No, y'all make great points. Everything you said was correct. Everything yeah, you said he, was correct. <laughs> but he's not having it still. It's still. <laughs> I don't want him but yet. I'll tell you that I don't want him. I, I don't either. I don't either. That's a, that's yeah. real. That's real stuff. I don't want him either. Not at that number and not at his age. Correct. For half? For 20 million? Yeah, I'll take this ball. <laughs> yeah. For half? Yeah, yeah for half? Uh-huh. But that, that $40 million? No, I can't do it. Yeah. That's a sacrifice. See what, uh, see what co-star he has next year in the State Farm. Right. No, he, he going... Look, Chris... It's probably just going to be like, he's 35. He's going to be 36 pretty soon. But his yeah. career is almost over as it is. So he just. Yeah. He's good. I'm not, I don't know who's worried about Chris Paul. I mean, I think he's good. Yeah, he's 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 all right. He's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But not. But I just, you know, again, he'll never play with LeBron at this point if he's going to be making that type of money. And that's unfortunate for him, but I don't think I just don't think that that means he doesn't want to win because he's not willing to take substantially less than his market value. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm never going to do that. I got a family. I got a whole yeah. like it's bigger than ball at that point. It's just like man, I can secure my kids, kids, kids' future. I'm doing that. Absolutely. But see, again, you know that's the thing. We talked about it real briefly. He's probably a champion if the league doesn't. David Stern doesn't fucking baller block him like he's right. he's a champion probably two times over because he's playing with kobe he's and he don't have kobe. to worry about none of the other stuff kobe and oh he, he, wins, he wins two props you think him and kobe would have got along great no yes yes i think they would have got <laughs> along fine there. we gotta end it there we're gonna keep right. going <laughs> After the, all right, all right. The, we're supposed to be giving we're supposed to be giving lebron his due today and we Oh, we already we know. Look, man, we didn't. I think I think we'd already done said LeBron is the greatest. In my opinion, he's the greatest. I think just last night just kind of secured. I don't now. I don't have to be like ah, nah, nah. no. Now I can be a hundred percent. If somebody told me Michael Jordan, if somebody told me Kareem, I'm not going to be upset. I'll, I'll accept that argument. But in yeah. my opinion, I feel pretty secure in saying LeBron is the greatest has ever played basketball. There, right. There are some some variables. Michael and Kareem had totally different mindsets. Scoring is sexy. They were scorers. They were putting up shots. They were getting buckets. LeBron is a magic. It's, it's a totally different mentality. 
but all mm-hmm. around shooting, scoring, passing, facilitating, awareness, instinct, intellect. There's no one better. Just winning. Just winning. Well, he's, I'd say he's more like speed players because he's watching Magic. Sorry. Yeah. I agree. He's better than yeah. Magic. He's, he's, obviously, yeah. he's not a lot better than Magic, but he's def- he's be- to me, he's def- de- definitely better than Magic Johnson. That is okay. crazy. That is so crazy. That's, ain't it? That's wild, you right? Imagine like when you were a kid and Magic Johnson was playing, he was like, this is going to be a dude that's like way better than Magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. It, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we, we're going to see there's so much talent, man. So much. Well, this is, this is, I mean, I don't know. I, I hope we live long, healthy lives, but to see this kind of dominance over almost two decades is probably not going to happen. And in, in, it's not going to happen again for a long time. I just don't see it. Like this good for this long? No. Jordan wasn't this good this long. Like, just think about that. Think about the comparison. Yeah. Jordan wasn't this good for this long. We're going to have to start yeah. questioning whether LeBron is a man if he doesn't start slowing down. I mean, he yeah. might be something <laughs> out of this world. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's the most unique player um, that I've seen. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's, I, I can't even, yeah, I just can't even quite really put like what he does and like, Full terms. It's just going. That's going to take a while. And but he and he's got more time. Like he's going to have at least one dominant more year. At least one. Appreciate it, man. Like this dude, averaged thirty points in the finals. At and, this age, and he's almost twenty years in. Like he's still yeah. averaging thirty against the best yeah. of the best. Okay. One last prediction. We're going to end it on this. Okay. Um, does he win another championship before he has to shave his head? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I actually think they. I think I think there's a good, really good chance that they're going to improve their team and repeat. But the head, though. <laughs> yeah. Head, yeah, though. yeah, same hair, same hair, same okay. hair. Okay, cool, cool. I think that. I think that we're seeing the plan as it was always originally stated unfolding. They were they were probably not going to win that first year, even if he stayed healthy. The goal was to win two in years two through four. Year okay. one was like, let's get chemistry, let's mess, let's gel, let's figure this out, let's and then make load up, and then load up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, congratulations again to the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, you know, I've said, like I've said it before, I, I, lo- I love seeing LeBron win because it, I think we do need to uh, appreciate what we what we're seeing. I mean, this is something, and I think even young people kind of don't recognize it as as great as it is. Uh, but uh, we're doing it here as a podcast, and uh, we got more. Uh, I think we're going to shift gears and start talking about some other stuff as a podcast. Um, we'll definitely have some more NBA offseason talk to get into. But um, we got some more stuff coming your way. And thanks to everyone who's been listening. And uh, y'all are dope. Y'all are the best. 
and uh, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.